When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. day of school for our high schoolers. Bradley, you got a car? How are you getting to school? It is going to be a Dodge Dart. <laughs> nice. Nice. And it's going to be lime green <laughs> with a white racing stripe down the center. Jesus, Alex. Nice. <laughs> uh, that's our first like casualty from the source material. There's no more, no more cool red truck. Do do the listeners know that Bradley is a jock yet? Because if they don't, like this, this is it. They don't. But they, they don't know yet. Listeners, okay. Bradley they, is a jock. They just found out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the lime green Dodge Dart with the white racing stripe was enough to to tip off most of our listeners. All right, Estella, how are you getting to school? Um, I drive up in my. Blacked out 2019 Model 3 Tesla. Is it uh is it one with the self-driving capabilities? Of course, and I'm actually in the passenger seat knitting. <laughs> nice, nice. I don't drive. You're above that kind of thing. Alright, Charlie. Your baby boy, who is not such a baby boy anymore, is going off to his first day of school. What you doing? Um, I, I like to get an early morning, uh, I, I like to get up early and head into work early. Why? Uh, well, part How of that early? is so that I can avoid not talking to my son. Oh, yikes. <laughs> uh, he's also just an early, I, I feel like Charlie's an early to bed, early to rise kind of guy. Likes to have that cup of coffee in the, in the station when like, no one else is there. You know that person? You, have you ever met that person that's like, I like to get into work early when it's when I don't have to talk to people and I can drink my coffee alone. Like, he's that guy. If, if I can interject for a moment, um, the Dodge Dart is nothing like what I thought it was. <laughs> did you just look it up and it looks I so did. silly? I did. Uh, no, no, no. It doesn't look silly enough. I would like to change oh. my idea to the AMC Pacer. I have no idea what that is. Okay, I have to Google. Yeah, right. Let's all Google AMC Pacer. That sounds like a made-up car. That sounds like a car from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, right. I've never heard of this. <laughs> oh my oh, god, oh, that's, that's so ridiculous, good, Alex. <laughs> oh, it's so good, Alex. That is the car from Wayne's World. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Is Do you red? have the little flames on the side? <laughs> um, no, 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 no flames. Just, just lime green okay. with the racing stripe down the center. What color is All it? Right, is so it white or black? What's the color of the racing stripe? It's white. White, it's white, white. racing stripe. Oh my god! Did you bring this with you from New York, or did you get it here? 
I want to say I probably got it here because owning a car in New York is ridiculous. Okay, so we're first day of high school. Tell me what you guys do. We're going to start with our teenagers and then we're going to wrap back around to you, Charlie. All right, uh, Bradley, let's start with you since you are our main protagonist. You, in your lime green with a white racing stripe AMC Pacer, you putter on up to school. Putt, 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 putt. Uh, putt, yeah. Putt, putt. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a pretty old car, so you might be struggling a little bit. Who knows how well it was taken care of. How bright is this lime green? It's pretty bright. You can see it oh, from okay. a while. Did you spray off. paint it? <laughs> spray paint it. I love it. All right, so you show up to school. Um, across the parking lot is a familiar sight. It is a um, blacked-out Tesla. And there is a gorgeous young lady standing beside it. Um, how, how do we feel about each other currently? So upon orientation, I was very um, warm towards you because you, you really piqued my interest because I look at you and it's complete radio silence. Yeah. And that is comforting Air, to Haley, Airhead or comforting Supreme, to Estella. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because Estella is being constantly bombarded from all directions with lots of crazy thoughts. And when she looks at you, it's like peace and calm. I gotcha. And I gotcha. so uh, you feel, you, one of your aspects, Alex, is that you're compassionate toward Estella. Because in the two months that you have been here, uh, she's gotten into some kind of trouble with her vampire puberty <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh you kind of helped convince your dad to let her out of jail a that's right times. yeah 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 okay mm -hmm. well i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up i'm gonna pull up next to her all right park, you pull up right next to her park the uh the pace base as i'm gonna call it now i'm gonna get out and give her a little smile and be like how's it going stella Oh, it's okay. Cute. I'm just wondering how much gas mileage you get on that thing. Two. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> nice. Awesome. All right, Alex. So one of your aspects is that you are a quirky, resourceful loner. Mm -hmm. I am going to compel that aspect from you. Okay. I am going to ask you to um, do something that a quirky, resourceful loner would do, and I'm going to give you a fake coin if you want it. All right. Um, remind me what the fake coins do. All right, so fake coins or fake points are what you use to invoke your aspects, and again, aspects are descriptors of your character that you can use throughout the gameplay, either for... Um, for, for roles, basically. So when you do something, when you want to do something really cool, you have to roll for it. And if you don't hit the mark, you can invoke your aspect and spend a, pay, a fate point or a fate coin in order to do that. Okay. So me as a GM, I can make you utilize one of your uh, aspects and I will give you a fate coin or a fate point for that. Let's consistently just call it fate points. I don't want to keep moving back and forth. So I, I'll give you a fate point for that. And um, that's basically just me saying, you got to do this thing or you got to spend a fate point saying that you don't. And you guys want to keep your fate points because those are very important. Of course. Uh, well, I want to, uh, as part of my smile, I want to give her some of the, the old finger guns and just, just head on into class by myself. 
I roll my eyes. You roll your eyes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, Bradley, I, I give you a fate point for that. Yay. That's fine. All right, so you're going into class by yourself. Mm-hmm. While you're walking into class by yourself... Um, there are lots of people also walking to class, and they start giving you the eyes because you are the new kid in school. I fiercely ignore them. Fiercely ignore them. Perfect. That starts a lot of juicy gossip. All right, Estella. So, um, Bradley puts a spin on your existence, and right now he is being real coy and ignoring you you don't like that so i want you to pursue the heck out of that i'll give you a fate point for it so i'm going to assume that we have the first class together so as bradley walks in i ignoring me i'm walking in behind him which also draws in a lot of attention from classmates okay why does that draw an attention from classmates because no one's ever talked to estella no one's ever seen estella follow someone around Estella mostly keeps to herself because uh, she's constantly bombarded by others' thoughts, I assume. Or is she ostracized by her peers? No, she wants to be alone because she can hear everything. Yeah. (laughs) I can imagine how that might make it difficult to hang out with people. So, yes. So I'm following Bradley into our first class. He takes a seat and I take a seat directly beside him. Nice. All right, Bradley, what you do? Oh, man. Do I want to keep being a loner? I probably do. So I get out my books, and I get out my uh, my notebook and my pencil. What class is this? What class is this? This is uh, Mr. Davis's math class. Uh, you guys are seniors, so it's calculus. I write on the top of the first page of the notebook paper, Mr. Mathis's Calculus Math, Mr. Davis's (laughs) Calculus Math Extravaganza. Ben, what you doing today? Well, first I will actually go to the station. You know, because mornings are for coffee and contemplation. So, um, police chief Swan shows up to work and there is quite the commotion. Everybody is running around. They're all kind of freaking out a little bit. The secretary is over there um, frantically trying to uh, research and and fill out a bunch of paperwork. Chaos. Absolute chaos. Uh, I walk up to the secretary who I'm going to name barb unless she has a name already all right barb yeah perfect barb. all right I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna give you that one but we're leaning a little bit close to to that thing you're leaning on well it doesn't ha- help that you've got like a little <laughs> like pixel barb just like staring at me in this room alex so well that's yeah <laughs> um. <laughs> just a I, barb i'm saying all it's right, fine um, you uh, walk up to Barb, and she is immediately relieved to see you. Oh my gosh, police chief, Swan. The craziest thing has happened. Why are you, yeah, yeah, why are you all here, Barb? What's going on? What do you mean, why are we all here? Did you not get the call? He says, uh, pretend I didn't. 
Okay, well, pretending you didn't, there has been another body found in the woods. What do you mean another Uh, body? You remember, you remember what happened 15 years ago. Uh, his, the, like, blood drains out of his face. And he gets, he gets quiet and he says, does, does anyone else know? Is it out, is it, are we keeping it in the department? It is definitely within the department, but we need you to head over there immediately. What's going on? Did you not, is your phone turned off? Uh, he doesn't answer that question. He, (laughs) he, uh, he immediately, uh, gets back in his car and, well, I'm assuming he gets an idea of where to go, but then he gets in his car and goes. It's a Volvo, by the way, but it's not a cool Volvo. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping the Volvo perfect. No, 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 no. I need to make this clear. It's. It's a real Volvo. It's not that. It's not the one from the movie. It's it's the boxy Volvo. <laughs> like the 90s, 90s yeah, style? Yeah, like the 90s style uh, Volvos with the weird electrical problems. Do, it's navy blue. Do those have a name? I, I If they do, Charlie doesn't know it. People have asked him, <laughs> it's a Volvo what? And he just goes, it's a, you know, it's like a Volvo. It's, it's kind of boxy. It's got the cool it's got the little diagonal strip on the front that says volvo that's all i know about it (laughs) perfect perfect all right um charlie you look down at your phone and you see that it has been off all morning you must have turned it off last night for whatever reason Uh, uh, so i turn it back on all right you turn it back on uh you see that you have four missed calls from your best friend madge who is a forest ranger madge forester uh other voicemails um, no voicemail. Okay, I'm just, I'm gonna hit that number. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Alright, uh, it rings a couple of times, and, uh, your very good friend Madge answers the phone. Charlie, where are you? I need you down at the forest immediately. I need you at the forest ranger station. Uh, alright, yeah, I'm on my way. Uh, sorry, Madge, I, I had the, I had it, uh, turned off. Um, uh, what's going on? I kinda know a little bit. Uh, Barb told me something, uh, that there's a real bad scene down there, but, um, how, how are you involved? Uh, I'm a forest ranger. It happened in the forest. I need you to get All right, here there's no, there's no need for that tone, Madge. I'm just trying to get information. <laughs> I'm sorry, Charlie. You're right. Absolutely. Um, just please, we'll talk when you get here. I, I've got a lot of work to do right now. Okay. She hangs up. She doesn't even say bye. All right. I Volvo my way down there. Math class is really picking up today. Oh, yeah? The teacher is going over the most exciting things like the syllabus and the classroom procedures. Real fun stuff going on right now. I'm not paying attention at all. I'm just looking at Bradley. I have nothing. Nothing is on my desk. No pen, no paper, no book. I'm just looking at Bradley. You are staring ever so creepily at Bradley. Chewing bubblegum. Do I notice this? Do you notice it? I don't know. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> Way to convince your GM. I'm going to roll right, a notice Alex. roll. 
I feel like you want to <laughs> roll a notice roll. Yeah. Yes, roll a notice roll. All right, so so I do the fudge um, three. The d- fudge four. Fudge four. Yep. Okay, and I've got a plus two to notice. You sure do. And I got two, so I guess that's four. Yeah, it's four. All you had to do was hit a uh, one, an average roll, since she's sitting directly beside you and is staring right into your soul. So uh, I feel like it would be a pretty easy thing to notice. So yeah, you notice. (laughs) Uh, You do great. You notice. Um, Superb. I notice a little too good. You notice a little too good. So uh, Bradley, you're sitting there trying to focus on whatever it is the teacher is saying because as a quirky, resourceful loner, you are trying so hard to avoid the gaze of this very attractive female who is sitting very close to you and is staring into your soul. Um, But you're having a hard time doing that because you notice that she is staring directly into your soul. So um, (laughs) you notice it so well. (laughs) You notice it so well that the situation gains an aspect. Ooh. Now you are really in tune with Estella and her gaze, and um, you're going to pick up on notice things much more easily in the future. Next time you roll a notice roll with Estella, you're going to get an additional plus one. What do you do now that you have noticed? Now that I've noticed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I want to say I'm like looking back and forth between the two of them. And I kind of mouth to her like, What? And I look away. Um, the bell rings. You guys are on your way to your second class. Anything interesting happen? I want to say I stop by uh, the bulletin board. And I, uh, I scope out the baseball tryouts form. All right. Um, as someone who is not a jock... <laughs> <laughs> what season does baseball happen? Baseball happens um, early spring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, but, it's August but, right now. But the tryouts might happen during the fall. Maybe. Okay. Makes sense to me. It, sure, it might be. It's a form to, to to sign up, to wait, to try out for baseball. Yeah. All right. Um. I want you to investigate. Roll me investigate. Okay, I'll do that. I got I got a plus one to investigate. I got another two. Nice. So you got a three. Three. Um, I this one was uh, a fair, fair roll. There are a lot of flyers on the bulletin board. Lots of stuff to look through. You don't have a lot of time between classes. And you're a little distracted at the fact that you're super new here and you don't really know what to look for. But you do notice a, um, it's one of those sheets where they've got the little pull tabs at the bottom and it says, interested in baseball, sign up today. And that's all it says on it. (laughs) The baseball team does not have their shit together right now. I take one of those pull tabs. All right. It has a number on it with no name. Okay. Um, Estella, what do you do in between classes? So I'm noticing that Bradley is looking at the bulletin board and that he is specifically looking at the baseball. I would like to talk to Bradley and I would like to say, are you into baseball? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I like, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I was a pitcher back, uh, 
back home. <laughs> That's very interesting. So um, right now, it seems like you're trying to establish a connection with this guy who keeps trying to avoid you. So what I want you to do is I want you to roll for rapport. And if you want, you can add that as one of your skills, but you don't have to. You can just roll it without any bonuses. Okay, I'll just roll it. Ooh, Ooh. you got a negative three. So um, this one, uh, I wanted you to roll a three because he is being so stubborn. So you fail pretty bad. So um, not only do you... <laughs> Actually, no. No, for this one, I want it to be contested. Would you like me to roll my rapport? I would like you to roll your rapport, yes, yeah. which you have, have a plus uh, two. fair in. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> and I also rolled a negative three, so I guess that puts me at negative one. It does put you at negative one. So, um, Estella, you still fail. So, along with the skills... I, I explained stunts last time, but just as a reminder for stunts, stunts are additional things that you can do that help your skills, and you get you guys get three total stunts, and they kind of go under one of your skills. So, for example, for rapport, um, some example stunts would be like best foot forward. So twice per session, you may upgrade a boost you received with the rapport into a full situation aspect with a free invocation. Uh, which means that you can invoke that aspect without having to pay a fate point. So, um, Alex, if you wanted to add in a notice stunt or a rapport stunt, either of those would be fine. I will leave it as B. All right. Um, Haley, so you really try to connect with our loner boy over here. You've been really nice to him this whole time. You welcomed him into the school. You're really interested in him because he gives you a real sense of peace of mind that you don't get from anyone else. But shut me he's out. He's just not. He, yeah, he's shutting you out. He's just not falling for it. Um, I have to knit him a so, sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm more of a scarf boy. So Haley, um, whoops! I accidentally clicked on something when I didn't mean to. All right, so. What you can do now, instead of receiving any kind of negatives for this, because I assume you don't want to have any kind of negatives with him, you can use one of your fate points to invoke an aspect. So you can use any of your aspects and be like, okay, since I have this aspect, I feel like I should get plus two to this roll, or I feel like I should be able to re-roll this. Or you don't have to. Uh, I don't think this is going to be good for me, so... I guess I'm just going to have to take the negative. Because with my aspects, I just, I don't see where any of this could help me <laughs> recover with that bad roll. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything you can evoke here. May uh, I give you a suggestion? Apart from me, mm -hmm. Bradley, uh, putting a spin on your existence. Yeah. I think you could totally use that one. I think that um, you as a player could be like, all right, Gen Z, so since he puts a spin on Estella's existence, I feel like she would work extra super duper hard to win him over. Um, he means a lot to her, and so she is not going to give up that easily. Okay, I like that. I feel like you could invoke that. Yeah, okay, okay, I like that. I'm going to be stubborn. I look here, boy. Look me in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see into your soul. 
Not my soul. It's <laughs> where I keep my thoughts. <laughs> so okay, right. I would I would like to invoke Bradley puts a spin on Estella's existence to try to bring back what I just fudged up. With All my right, fudge dice. So do you want to re-roll or you want to add plus two to that? Plus two right would... now. Plus, yeah, pl- right now he is sitting at a negative one, right? Yep. And what am I supposed to get? Negative one. And you're at a negative three. So adding plus two would get you evened up. Okay, let's do that. All right, perfect. So you were trying to um, have a little bit of a conversation here with Bradley. He's being a little bit resistant. Um, you just met the mark you tied. So uh, that's not really a success. But it does mean that he is not completely cold and mean to you anymore. He's not trying to ignore you. Uh, Alex, I think that you can spend a a moment to chat up with, with Estella here. Oh, yeah. I've got a little time between between next period. What is next period for you guys? Do you have the same class? Do you even know what each other's classes are? All right, we're gonna we're we're both gonna say a class at the count of three, <laughs> you know, one, two, three, and then say something. So you just pick a class in your mind. I'll pick a class in my mind. Gen Z, count us All off. Right. Three, two, one. History, go. drama, knitting. <laughs> All right, you guys do not have the next class together. So Alex is going to Mr. Wilson's history class. Yeah. And Haley is going to Mrs. Brown's drama class. Yeah. So you guys can use that in your conversation if you'd like. Okay, so I have drama next period. What what do you have, Bradley? I've got history with Mr. Wilson. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I had him for history in, in my junior year. He's pretty good. How is he? Is he is he really good? Um, you, you can take a few notes if you want to, or, or, you know, actually I'll go ahead and put this out there. I, the tardy bell rings. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, stinkers. <laughs> we gotta oh, go. We're late now. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll chat up later. You have just made it to the uh, the Forest Ranger station. Your friend Madge Forrester is already standing outside waiting for you to show up. I know this is probably, I'm, it's probably pretty serious uh, that I'm here, but like, I'm kind of happy to see my friend Madge. Uh, okay. I'll, I want to walk up to her and be like, hey, how many times has it happened today? And Madge knows that I'm talking about how many times people have remarked that she's a forest ranger and her last name is Forrester. Charlie. How many times? As much as... How many times does it happen today? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you can roll rapport if you'd like. Okay. Okay, okay. She will roll contested. <laughs> as a GM... I'm going to roll things where you guys can see them because in Fate Core it is very rare that that the player does not get to see what I roll, um, and that's because for you guys to be able to use your skills and stunts and stuff, you want to be able to know what you have and what you're up against. So um, she has a plus one to rapport, 
So she has a two, and you also have a two. Ben, are you cool with that? Uh, yeah. All right, so you guys tied it up. Uh, she's got a lot going on right now, so she's not going to engage uh, a whole ton with you, but she's going to laugh a little bit. Right. Charlie, as much as I like seeing your face and hearing that dumb joke every time, this is really not the time a man has died. Yeah, Charlie, get it together. Yes, uh, all right. Um, where is it? Uh, follow me, and she uh, she follows she leads you into the woods for a little while. You guys are walking for quite some time before you get there. About thirty minutes. Does anything interesting happen while you guys are walking? Uh, I don't really say anything. No. Okay. All right. Um. She also does not make very much conversation. She seems very upset. Hmm. And um, you don't see her like this very often. She's usually a warm, friendly, joking person, but she seems very upset I, about this. I Okay, then I do say, like, Madge, it's probably just, I mean, I know it's terrible, but it's probably just an animal attack, right? I mean, it's not a great way to go, but you, you've... I mean, you gotta have seen this before at least once. We, I mean, we're we're a town that's on the edge of a big forest. Yeah, Charlie. So you know, animal attacks do happen. We've been here together before, but uh, you just really gotta see this one. And you guys finally um, show up at the scene. And lying on the ground in front of you is someone that you know, Charlie. His name is Cooper Washington. This is a very small town, and you know most of the people in this town, but this man was actually one of your friends. Cooper Washington, you know, um, he worked at one of the local gas stations full-time, and he is a single father, and his daughter actually is a freshman at the high school right now. I'll never... I'll never be able to ask Cooper how many times it happened that day. How many times people remarked that his last name was Washington and he lived in Washington. God damn it, Benjamin! <laughs> <laughs> all my friends, all my friends have really, have really funny, ironic names, <laughs> or really whatever the opposite of irony is. Like it's like a really on the nose name. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even do that on purpose. Get out of here! Did Charlie actually say that to the dead body? Yeah, he did. Can't take it back. Oh my. Um, you say that to the dead body, and <laughs> your friend Madge is just appalled. Really, Charlie? Really? Now? This is not the time for this. Madge, it's an animal attack. It's... <laughs> oh, it is an animal attack? I mean, I, look. All right. Look, look, um, look. Ben... I'm you no longer see the world as safe. That yeah. is one of your aspects. I'm going to invoke that. Uh, I'll give you a fate point he's for it. definitely lying to himself about this. Uh, he's had a bad feeling the entire time. And this joking is, like, definitely just a, a coping mechanism. Uh, he's, he like, that's his one coping mechanism. Is like, it's like dad jokes with everyone because he, like, mm -hmm. knows the world is horrible and uh, okay. Uh, but right. but he's I like, like okay. But he stops. He stops. He sees it's not working, and he's like, okay, okay, okay. Look, um, don't worry. I I mean, you don't. What what makes you think this is not an animal attack? Look, I'm. 
Because I've been doing this for 20 years, just like you've been doing this for 15 years, and you and I have both seen this exact same thing before. Do you not remember? Look, I, I just want you to look at the body. Please just take a look at it. We haven't moved it. We've been waiting for you. Just well, take a look at it. That's good work. All right. All right. And I, I do. Uh, I'm going to investigate that body. All right. Investigate it. Roll me an investigation. This is my great skill. My plus four skill mm -hmm. is investigation. Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's roll roll some bones. I got a minus one somehow, though. <laughs> so you gotta, well, it'll be plus four. Happens. You, yeah, you got a... Oh, okay. So I got a three. A three. Okay, so um, this one, I really wanted you to uh, get a fair at. Just because... Which is a plus two. Uh, just because um, I feel like you have been on the job for a really long time. You are really good at noticing stuff like this. And you have seen this exact thing before. So with your plus one, you actually succeed pretty well. So um, you go and you squat down in front of the body and you look at it. And you see that the body is very pale. There are no signs that it was mauled in any way. It seems almost peaceful, almost like like Cooper Washington just came out into the woods and laid down and took a nap and died in his sleep. But with your uh, great investigating, um, you look around and you do notice a bite mark. And it's on his neck, and it looks very much human. Um, hey, Brad, Bradley, Alex, yeah, really. I'm talking. I'm really talking to Alex. Uh, Alex, I I'd like to. I need to do something here, and I'd like to have like Bradley's phone number. Um, and I, th okay. I think. I mean, I'm well, sure you well, would but, have that as my father. Well, I mean, I can see how you might not want to give it to me, but I I want to say that like. I convinced you to give it to me just by saying, like, I, I'm very much about having emergency plans in place. And uh, Charlie, do you pay for your son's cell phone bill? Yeah, yeah, I probably do. So I okay. guess I would know it, huh? If I if I if I'm paying for mm -hmm. the line, then I'm, I'm going to know the number. Mm -hmm. uh, so I I call. I I, I say, hey, um, can you make sure? hikers and stuff don't come through here madge we need to start setting up a perimeter I'll, I'll i'll i'm gonna get on the horn and get some people here to start setting up a crime scene but uh you know try to keep people walking down these trails away okay yeah definitely uh so madge uh walks off a little bit and starts calling people up and and setting up a perimeter around this the area uh, i do the same thing i i walk uh i'm <laughs> i gotta figure realistically it's probably not really cell phone service like in the middle of the woods but just for the sake of story let's go ahead and just uh <laughs> uh so i call bradley on my on the phone and i'm like i'm like ah, please don't scream me please don't scream me please don't scream me hello Hey, uh, hey, Bradley. It's, How's it going? Um, it's, uh, hey, hi. Um, ah, I'm so just kidding with you. I'm probably in class or something. Uh, leave me a message at the beep and uh, I'll get back to you. Like, Charlie's like, like rubbing, rubbing his like nose and his eyes are closed. And he goes, hey, um, hey, Bradley, it's your, um, it's, uh, it's Charlie. Uh, listen, 
Beep. And he goes, ah, and he like, he hangs up and he like calls again and he like starts, he like, he goes, okay, continuing from what I, where I left off. Um, oh, no, no. That beep was the start of the recording. <laughs> it's like you left a pause in there and okay, then it okay. beeped. Okay. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> uh, hey, it's, um, listen, Bradley, it's, uh, it's Charlie. Um, uh, if you're, I'm, I'm assuming you're at school and that's good. Um, I can't really explain, but don't, uh, don't go home after school, okay? Don't be in the house by yourself. Um, if you can maybe hang around with some people, hoping maybe you've made some friends or something. If you, if you know anyone that you could, you know, have a buddy with today until I get a hold of you again, like, do that, okay? Just trust me on this, all right? All right. Um, okay. Uh, be safe. Uh, bye. And he, he hangs up. And then he does what he actually told Madge he was going to do. And he just does his, like... He, he he does some good police work. He gets some... Tells some officers to get here and start a, start a crime scene investigation. Okay. All right. So you start your crime scene investigation. He He flips his... He's got, like, a flip phone, right? And he kind of like uh-huh. he kind of like <laughs> <laughs> he like he like uh, clacks it closed, and um, he he kind of thinks about what Madge had said about this not being an animal attack, and about having seen this before. And he's and he kind of he feels a little twist in his gut, and he sort of whispers to himself, "He's back." It's the Super Ben Show. That's right. It's just me from now on. Those other nerds aren't on it anymore. But don't tell them because I don't know yet. Uh, I'm the guy who plays Charlie in this series. And that's great because he's a supporting character and I'm not the GM. So I get to take a little break. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, second of all, uh, if you're feeling a little lost, you may want to listen to the episode uh, before this one. Uh, it's called Roleplay Rookie Camp Fate Core. Um, we always do a roleplay rookie camp episode before we start a new series, and in that series, we in that episode rather, we learn the system we're going to use for the series. And this series is using Fate Core. Uh, it's usually kind of optional listening, um, but in this one, uh, Fate Core has a lot of like story building and like world building mechanics, and so we go over a good bit of uh, information that might be uh, you might need going forward. Um, so. Uh, maybe you guys go ahead and like pause this episode and go back and listen to that one. I want to thank people who are uh, tweeting about us or talking us up on uh, Instagram or Facebook, um, especially people who have been using the hashtag #RoleplayRetcon. Uh, first of all, uh, I want to thank uh, MC Chris. Uh, yes, that, that MC Chris. So that was pretty cool. All of us are fans, uh, especially Jinsey, who has been to at least a dozen of his live shows. So thank you, MC. Um, the Chaotic Goodness podcast, as always, particularly uh, Kim from Chaotic Goodness. Um, they just had a live show, which is cool. 
I I recommend their podcast. It is it's a comedy uh, sci-fi thing. So if you like uh, like Futurama or uh, like Final Space, uh, I think this is this is going to be a lot up your alley. Um, uh, Jess and Alexander of Wannabe Games. Thank you to them. Uh, they publish a new game almost every week on a drivethroughrpg.com, and that's T-H-R-U-R-P-G.com. Um, I say almost every week, but I've yet to see them miss a week. So, uh, Oh, they also uh, usually live stream them making the game on Twitch. Um, and their games are always like kind of simple, but they have awesome hooks. Uh, they, they made one a few weeks ago where everyone plays characters in an after-school special, and everyone is either a rebel or a conformist, and they try to peer pressure the other side to join theirs. So they're, they're great. Um, uh, thank you to Rob Vincent, who does the Hacker Radio podcast. Uh, thank you to Kent Blue of Roll to Play, a podcast where they play one-shot RPGs. Jordan, the RPG designer, also known as Tabletop Duck on Twitter. Thank you to him. Uh, he made a tabletop RPG called For the Dungeon with an exclamation point. So have a look at that. Uh, Eddie Jensen and uh, Hovard Hagenhagen of uh, Grapple Seed, the webcomic Grapple Seed. Uh, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie has always already given us a huge submission for our role play rehash episode. Um, if you're new to the podcast, uh, uh, every series ends with the with a retrospective episode called Role Play Rehash, and we kind of discuss how we did in our retcon and uh, we compare our reimagining to the original movie uh, and people can send in their own ideas about how they would reimagine uh, the movie that we did and um, sometimes people do like huge like top to bottom how they would redo the whole movie and Eddie's already done that so awesome thank you Eddie I hope we live up to your expectations uh, thank you to professional fursona raider the pseudonym of Gage Lippolt on Twitter uh, he makes a fun furry web comic called Key to the Future's Fate. Uh, thank you to Jason Danger. Uh, he's part of a few different uh, projects, uh, but one one in particular that I really uh, like is called, uh, it's a podcast called Incredibly Daring, uh, and the hosts go through a classic uh, choose-your-own-adventure book together. It's pretty fun. Um, I put a hot, I, me, Ben, uh, put a hot take about D&D on the Roleplay Retcon Twitter account, and I actually <laughs> genuinely appreciate everyone who came out and told me I was wrong. I'm not being sarcastic. I actually enjoyed that discussion, um, even though we never use D&D on this podcast. We might someday, but right now, n- not not yet. Uh, as always, thank you to Caleb Montgomery, my brother, for writing some of the music for the podcast and for coming up with the name Roleplay Retcon. I will thank him for forever for doing that. Uh, thank you to Jeanette Blasius, Alex's wife, for designing our logo. And thank you to all the rest of our friends and family for being supportive, um, especially Alex's brother, Nick, whom we have never thanked, even though he's super supportive. Um, Nick is also, like, do you have, you know, the, that, that friend you've got on Facebook that, like, does nothing but shares those, like, tasty memes all day, the ones that you would, like, never see otherwise? He's that guy. So thank you, Nick. Keep doing what you're doing. If you want an ad or a special message for us to read, uh, get a hold of us on a Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or by emailing us at friends at roleplayretcon.com. Um, that's it for this week. Uh, episode 2 of Twilight will be up in two weeks, which will be September 4th. Okay, uh, back to the episode. Hope you're enjoying it.
finishes up uh, the things that she needs to do and she comes back over to you and um, Madge is freaking out a little bit. Um, she says, Charlie, I, I'm really, I'm really upset. Um, I mean, you looked at the body. Tell me what you think. Am I, am I going crazy here? Is this, is this not exactly what happened before? It's not, I don't think it's animal attack. I think we're looking at a homicide. And he goes, but Madge, it could just be a copycat. I mean, I know that's not very well, comforting, a copycat's but. not great either, no, right? No, no, it's not, it's not, but. Okay, well, what do we do at this point? How do we keep everyone safe? But copycats are sloppy. Okay, so. does this look sloppy to you? Well, it is a murder. He's like, there's no such thing as a neat and clean murder, Madge. Um, and, he, and then he kind of sighs and he says, I'm going to have to tell his daughter. That's not yeah. going to be a good conversation. Uh, he looks yeah, at Madge, though, and he says, you did good, though, Madge. You did real good. I'm just really scared right now, Charlie. I'm just really scared. Well... I know, but I, I need you out here, okay? Okay. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. I'll I'll make sure that we keep these woods free of hikers for a while. That would be good. We don't have to worry about that, but I mean, you you do what you got to do. His daughter, Chastity, she's starting her first day of freshman year today. She probably has no idea. No one has told her yet. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, don't just make up something, okay? Make up that it's like burn season or we got to get the deer population back up or something. Like, make up some bullshit for why people can't walk through. Wait, wait, we're not going to tell we're not going to tell people that that it's dangerous in the woods right now. We're just going to pretend like none of this is happening. Just for now. Listen, the paper gets a hold of this, they'll have a field day. We need to control this information and how it gets out. Okay. So, um right now what you're trying to do. Well, yeah, I'm gonna have like a Yeah. I explained that like I'm gonna do a press conference, but I don't want to have this press conference until his daughter's been like notified. Okay. Alright. Well, I'll do my part. You just Try and figure this out, okay? I I can't go through this again. You know what happened last time. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So, um, you know, Ben, that 15 years ago, when the first killings occurred, Madge's late husband was one of the uh, casualties. What's his name? Paul? His name was Paul. <laughs> yes. Paul is a good guy. Madge doesn't say anything. She just kind of walks off and gives you a nod. We are nearing the end of the day. 
Uh, Alex, uh, Bradley, have you looked at your phone today? I have not. Okay. All right. So we are in um, fourth period right now. What do you guys have for fourth period? I don't know, but it's the same class. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like I should be there when he finally looks at his phone, whenever that is. All right. All right, Mr. Miller's science class. You guys have fourth period. And um, so it is about halfway through fourth period now. You guys are learning about... What's what's senior science? Is that like... Is that like biology? Or? It, it might be. I think be. I made some Physics. soap. I made soap in mine. In my <laughs> senior year. <laughs> you made soap? We made soap! <laughs> It's been so long since I've been in high school. I don't. Y'all. I don't remember. Uh, um, biology sounds right. Sure, we'll go with biology. So you guys are in um, fourth fourth block biology with Mr. Miller. Again, first day of school. Nothing interesting's happening. But Estella, have you decided to sit next to uh, Bradley again? Yep, sitting right beside him. All right. I'm not staring at him right now, though. Oh, okay, good. Because he would definitely notice that. Yeah, he would. <laughs> All right. Um, Estella, how has your day gone so far? This is your first day back in school, and there's lots of people here. There are a lot of people here. Today hasn't been so bad. This morning was pretty good, the first period. Um, uh, this is this is blocks, I'm sorry. Is this four blocks in the day? Okay, so first block was good. Um Stared at Bradley a little too long. He noticed me. <laughs> um, overall, he noticed me. Say hi. <laughs> yes, he he noticed me. So um, very, I guess okay day. Um, didn't have second or third block with him. I I'm going to say that I did not eat lunch with him either. I just kind of sat by myself. And okay, you sat by yourself. Do yeah. you have any siblings, Estelle? No, no I don't have no siblings. siblings. Mm -mm. So uh, you just have one dad, you don't have a mom? Right, I just have Carlisle. So it's just you and Carlisle. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. He's at work. He's at work. He's being a doctor. <laughs> yeah, he's busy. All right, so you're sitting all by yourself. Uh, Alex, who did you have lunch with? I don't think I had lunch with anybody. You know, first day, new kid in school. I think I, I sat by myself. Okay, perfect. We're both Hi. by ourselves. You're just you're just <laughs> opposite ends of the lunchroom, yep. just at the little bitty tables, just sitting by yourselves. Just having a ham sandwich. I'm mulling, I'm, I'm mulling over my vampire puberty. I'm listening to everybody. I'm wondering if there's something interesting I need to know. Is there anything interesting you need to know? Why don't you roll a notice? Yay. Okay, and that's a fudgy four? It's fudge four, and, and you get a plus one to that. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Ooh, all right, you got oh, a four. Nice. So for this notice, I wanted you to get a three. Okay. So you got a plus one to that, so you succeeded. Good job. All right, so um, while you are at lunch and milling around the hallways and just kind of trying to filter through as much of the the noise that's coming at you at all times as you as you possibly can. You're getting a little bit better at it every day. You you're working really hard at it because you don't want to go crazy again. 
Um, but so while you are trying to filter through this, um, you start you start noticing some some patterns. So um, first of all, there are a lot of people who are interested in the new kid. This is Forks, Washington. Literally, no one ever comes to Forks, Washington. You just kind of stay here your whole life. So you hear a lot about um, the new kid Bradley through other people's eyes. Um, notable people who have noticed Bradley are um, one of the girls in you guys' grade. Her name is Jessica. Jessica has definitely noticed Bradley. She is really into that guy. He's super cute, and he's from New York, and he drives a really weird car, and she's really into that. All right, um, she's not super into you, though. You and Jessica don't really get along. She, uh, she thinks some mean things about you. Lots of jealousy-fueled uh, thoughts from her. Um, but other than uh, people's uh, perceptions of your, your new friend Bradley... There's a, there's a general sense of unease about the school today, uh, more so than is normal for a first day back. So um, there's lots of gossip going around about animal attacks. So you start paying attention to those specifically uh, because they sound kind of weird. So there's gossip about someone getting um, hurt in the woods um, by an animal. And no one really has the facts because this is just kind of leaking out. Uh, no one has, has given out any specific real things uh, yet. But you do start noticing some animal attacks. How do you feel about that? Does Barb have a kid in the school? Um, <laughs> is that where the leak happened? Probably. Totally. Barb's kid in the school. Yeah. Her name is Nancy. <laughs> Come on. That's strike three. That's strike three right there. Damn it. It's really That's only strike, strike two. Oh, no. no. I did copy and contemplation. Shoot. I thought you were counting David Harbour also playing a police. No, I actually was this, but... counting that and not the coffee. So that's strike four. Strike four. We're, we're, we're super out. out. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> All right. We'll count it this time. Still out, though. Um, I like that I noticed this because this kind of explains more why I'm not looking at Bradley. I'm I'm not looking at Brad because I'm starting to really notice the pattern of this gossip about animal attacks. And I start to worry a little bit about it. Why would you and worry about it? Because I've been in the woods and... Because it's familiar from when it happened to them last time. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a big enough animal in in the immediate woods of Forks, Washington that could kill a person. Like when I, when I have to go feed, I have to go quite a ways out to find like a bear or a mountain lion. So in the immediate area, I feel like there's nothing big enough to actually kill somebody. So I start, start to worry about it. Okay. Um, does this affect how you act toward Bradley during fourth period? I would say so, yeah, because I'm, I'm feeling very connected to him and very uh, I, I need to protect him in some way. But I don't want him to notice me. So, so I'm not going to stare at Bradley, him. Bradley, roll I'm not going to let him roll. know. <laughs> God damn it. 
Bradley, this girl who was so into you this morning is now avoiding your eye contact. Thank, Roll me a note. I'm just thank kidding. Thank <laughs> God. I can get some studying done, finally. <laughs> no, one of your aspects is that you're compassionate toward her. That is true. You're compassionate toward her. You're in tune. Do I, do I notice that she doesn't notice me? <laughs> Yes, I'm just. You don't even have to roll for that. I one. already did. Yeah. I got negative, negative four. I noticed you not noticing well, me. Well, never mind. You don't at all. With your, uh, let's see, plus um, two. So it's like negative two. Plus two, and then last time I said the next time you rolled a notice, you would get a plus. Oh one. yeah, so it's only negative one. It's only negative one, but you needed at least a one, a positive one. So, nah, you're you're kind of off in your own little world right now. A lot has happened today. You're really tired. You hate it here. I'm really into you this. You miss your old syllabus. school and your old friends. Yeah, you're really into the syllabus. Mostly, you're just kind of zoned out, honestly, waiting for that final bell to ring. Perfect. So he doesn't notice me not noticing him. <laughs> he does not notice you not noticing him. Uh, all right. So anything else interesting happened during fourth block uh, science? Mm, is Jessica in this class? Yeah, she is. She's in the back of the classroom. I give her a quick glance and she notices me and then I look back front. Okay. Um, uh, since... Jessica is sitting like directly behind the two of you and has been staring daggers at you all class period. She 100% notices that you turn around and give her a quick glare, a quick glance. And um, in her mind, she says some really nasty things about you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't repeat them. They're very gross. It seems about Very right. mean, cruel. But I, I want her to say mean things about me because I look around because I, I can hear her saying hearty stuff about Bradley. Ugh, gross. She's writing Brad's name on her paper and putting a heart around it. How dare she, honestly. Seriously. Like, <laughs> I gotta give her oh, some, some There's eyes. nothing sacred anymore. <laughs> Alright, so um, <laughs> the uh, final class bell rings for you guys to leave. What do you do? You just run out of the classroom? You stick around for a second? I'm probably gonna start to walk to our awesome cars. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna make my way to the uh, the pace mobile. Bradley, Bradley, hey, uh, uh hey, hi, uh, hi, uh, my name is uh, Jessica. We have a couple of classes together. I just, I know that you're really new here to the school, and um, you know, I just really wanted to introduce myself and see how you are getting along. Oh, we're 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 doing just just great. We? Um, the royal we. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> uh, I I wasn't I wasn't sure if you meant like you and someone else. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, that's that's cool. Uh, so what are you what are you doing tonight? Probably settling in still. You know, I was or something. I was thinking about not checking my phone. Maybe uh, going out by myself into the woods. Um, that's a weird thing to say. It really is. It it is. I I gotta go um to my oh. car. Okay. Uh yeah. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I'll, right. I'll see you then. In uh second period history with Mr. Wilson with Ms. Wilson. I I give her the the finger guns. Yeah. Uh, she just kind of stands there for a second, um, dejectedly, 
and starts walking toward her car. Did is it. this new Matt? <laughs> is that who this is? Who? You mean Mike? I did mean Mike. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know who Mike is. You watched Twilight. You were there, Alex. I was there. Oh, I had no idea anyone else's names apart from... He's the blonde guy. The blonde guy. Yeah, he He's was the guy really that, kept at, that kept asking her out, and she was like, ah, buddy, ah. Oh, is he no. the one that goes out with Anna Kendrick? Yes. You see, because when you uh, were doing Jessica, Jessica yeah, that's who I was, was imagining is that. Nice. Nice. We're in sync. Nice. Perfect. Awesome. Um, so, uh, Haley, Estella, she sees, I assume because she's in the same class with him. Bradley has been walking to his car, gets stopped a little bit by Jessica. I keep walking towards my Tesla with my arms crossed. Oh, arm foldy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, perfect. Uh, Relationships and love are so hard, you guys. They really are. Teenagers. Um, Do I... Charlie. I'm sorry. Do I I notice uh, her behavior? (laughs) I'd like to try. Okay, yeah, sure. Roll me a notice. Mm -hmm. Good, because I want you to notice. This is going to be passive notice. Okay. Um, so... So it's a negative one, I think, unless it pertains to her, Mm. which would be a zero. Yeah. Oh, it is a zero, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, okay, I was about to say, no, I need you to get a zero so you don't notice. But I'd also like to evoke an aspect... That Ooh, I, all right. What aspect would you like I'm to That I'm compa- compassionate toward Estella. All right. Would you like to add plus two or would you like to re-roll? You know, I need you gonna, to get a zero I'm going to add plus this. two. All right. Plus two. So you get a positive one and you needed to get a zero. So yeah, you totes notice her. Um, after you are finished talking to Jessica and you start heading toward your car, uh, the person who is parked beside you is, of course, Estella, and she is also heading toward her car, and she looks very distraught. Her arms are folded. Um, she has a very sour look on her face, and your uh, compassionate nature toward her, you are <sighs> compelled to act upon this. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run up there and be like, hey, uh, are, you, are you all right? I'm fine. But Bradley, I don't think you should go hiking today. That's a weird thing for you. How did you want to do? Hear me talking about hiking. Like you were way over you talk here. Talk really loud. And I was, I was way over there. You talk really loud, Bradley. Oh. Roll deceive, Haley. <laughs> yes. This is very <laughs> good, though. Fudgy four. All right. Um. Minus one, but I get a plus four. Oh, no, wait, you, no, that's a one. It's a one. It's five. Yeah, it's a plus four. Woo! That's a superb. Um, Bradley, you can uh, choose what you want to roll. You can roll empathy if you want uh, to defend against this. I think I'm going to roll empathy. Let's see yeah. how it goes. Yeah, you do. Did you have a plus That's four? a three. That's a seven. Wow, that's epic. All right, so you thoroughly beat this. You see right through this lie that she is trying to tell you. Not only do you know that it's a lie, but you know that she is lying to you to try and cover something up. And she definitely 100% could not have heard you from where she was. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, you're pretty far away. Um, We were talking pretty low. I, I have a pretty good 
gauge on my own voice. Um, but yeah, I, I was just kidding about uh, hiking in the woods. I really have no interest in going out there. Okay. I think that's for the best. And it's good that you can gauge your own volume. Thank you. It's one of my special skills. Are you going to try to um, press her to see why she would try to lie about something like that? Yeah, I don't really know her too well. Um, I don't. I don't think I would would really press her about that. Um, I just I'm going to write it off as being something that's just a little strange. Just one of those things, and um, her serious concern for you walking in the woods. You're also just like whatever. And since he doesn't press any longer, I'm actually going to get in my car and drive away. Charlie, so you know what time school lets out. Are you trying to contact your son again, or are you too busy? Have you lost track of time, or what's um, going on I, with that? I, I feel like I would not let school end before... Uh, I want to tell... I, I, I want telling Chastity Washington to happen at school. I don't want her to have gotten home and wonder where her dad was. I don't want okay, that Okay, so you're already at school then. Maybe you're waiting um, in the office for when she gets off of school. So let's go ahead and cut over to you before we do anything else with Bradley. Uh, it, as, as I do enter the school, um, I don't want to uh, be like really obviously a police officer. Um, I, I think people maybe know who, who the police chief is, but like I don't want to make it like the police are here. So I don't have like... Uh, my like service weapon on me and like maybe I'm just sort of I I don't look like Hopper you know like I, I kind of am just like wearing some clothes just some like pretty normal clothes uh, and I probably just have like a badge inside like my you're in coat. your civilian gear kind of yeah I might still kind of give off a cop vibe but I'm not like wearing the hat you're not in full <laughs> uniform yeah so uh yeah I uh I go to the principal and I, I ask um, if they could like bring chastity here, and like Jency, right now I have the most anxiety over. Please don't force me to like actually have a co real conversation with this character. I don't know <laughs> if I can like emotionally handle that. Okay, I will not. No, do that I mean, to we you. can do it. No, do no, no, no. We can do it. Safe? We can do it. No, no. I, I'm just. No, it's okay. Um. So, uh, what happens next is that y you show up. Um. Uh, during uh, right at the end of fourth period. So school has not let out yet. We're going to backtrack just a little bit before the events uh, transpire between our two teenagers. Yeah, so you maybe show we, up just didn't, school. we just didn't cross paths, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So you show up to school um, right before school lets out. Uh, you walk up to the principal's office and you ask for uh, chastity. Uh, they do call chastity out of her classroom. She's already a little bit nervous because, uh, first of all, she never gets sent up to the principal's office. And secondly, there's been a lot of weird rumors going around. So she's a little concerned about that. Unfortunately, you are the one who has to give her the bad news. Um, she is, of course inconsolable uh thankfully the guidance counselor is there um to really talk to her about that and um you have also informed her 
aunt and uncle about this. Um, so she has a place to go right after school. Um, and the guidance counselor really helps her through this, this tough time. Okay. We do need to pump so. the brakes a little bit here though. Um, I'm all, I know this will seem heartless, but I, I'm also here as like part of the investigation and I need to ask chastity some questions. I need to. Okay. So you, you do want to have a conversation with her? Or I know. I know to... I said, Okay. Oh, all right. All right. So, um, you, uh, before you, <laughs> before you turn her over to the guidance counselor, um, you do have to ask her a few questions. So you talk to her a little bit about her dad. Ask her why, uh, her dad was. Yeah. Yeah. In the woods. We're we're in we're and, like in media res. Like she's I've I've obviously just told her and she's like mm-hmm. processing. And I I said like, Chastity. Do you know anyone that would want to hurt want to hurt your dad? Uh, she is very adamant. No, uh, of course not. You know my dad. Everyone loves my dad. He he's he's just a simple guy. He works at the gas station. He's always really friendly. Everyone loves coming to that gas station. Um, he was out really early this morning hunting, um, because that's what he does. Uh, at this time of year, he gets out early to go hunting and. And I rode the bus over. But no, of course not. No one would ever want to hurt my dad. Why would they ever do that? Didn't you say that it was an animal attack? We're not we're not sure, but that's um that's what it looks like right now. Um just just in case okay. just to just to make you maybe feel safe, uh when you get to your aunt and uncle's we're 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 gonna have we're gonna have somebody stationed outside for a little while, okay? Just as a because of an animal attack, it's just she seems as a precaution. Very, very confused, and she is um, weeping, and she doesn't understand anything that's going on right now. It's it's just as a precaution. It's just standard procedure, Chastity. I promise. All right, you do not have this, but I'm going to have you roll deception. Okay, uh, yeah, see, I, I specifically wanted skills. him to be bad at it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, we're going to contest that. While you guys are doing this, hunting uh, season mm-hmm. in August uh, for Washington is black bear season. Oh, black bear season. That's fun. Oh. That doesn't sound like fun. That sounds scary. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you for letting us know. I didn't know there was a black bear season. I didn't season. know you Why could hunt bears. Black bears, <laughs> black bears are, are pretty serious small, right though. Now? Yeah. They just be killing bears up in Washington? Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of them up there. I guess well, so. That's upsetting. That's weird. Pe- pe- people hunt things. They're they're jerks sometimes. Jesus. Black people bears are just they're not big though. The American black bear can get between five and six feet tall when it stands up. About three or four. Bear facts are the new snake facts. Uh this is the new snake the Yay. bear facts. Bear facts. Yay, bear uh, and males can get anywhere from 130 pounds to 660 pounds. 660 pounds? Yeah. These, these guys can be big old boys. They can be big old boys. Sure thing. Per- perfectly, perfectly capable of tearing somebody to bits. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately. No, yeah, we need Cooper Washington to be at least somewhat sympathetic. <laughs> No man, not anymore. He, he's up there killing he was bears. Just, maybe he was I'm just sorry, hunting rabbits. Listeners, if if that's the kind of thing you're into, but that's weird, and I don't approve. 
<laughs> did did he have Hunter's clothing on? Did he have a really bright orange vest? Did uh, he have that a would rifle? Be, that would be standard. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, let's say, let's say, yeah, let's say he did. That he was doing everything the way he was supposed to. Yeah, you investigated it. Uh, you looked at his body. I'll I'll go ahead and let you know. Yeah, he was totally. I mean, he was clearly up there hunting um, bears, and he was in the bear hunting attire with the proper bear hunting weapon. Hey, chastity. By the way, your dad sucks. He, Charlie says as he like <laughs> he goes and he, he like flips flips to the bird and goes peace. <laughs> No, he doesn't do any of that. Chastity breaks the fuck No, down. he doesn't do any of that. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, you rolled a four for your deception, and uh, her contested roll was a zero. She did not have anything plus to that, so yeah, you deceived the heck out of her. Um, because she, I'm still lying to myself about this a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and that helps your deceive roll. So she... Um, she just kind of takes your word for it. She is so shaken at this point, and she is so upset about everything and upset about her her father dying that she thinks nothing of it. Um, as a positive, she is 100% cooperative and will believe anything you say from this moment forward. Oh, awesome. Ben, what do you do next? The bell has just rung uh, to dismiss. Um, I, think, I think we determined that... Um even if he doesn't want to admit this to himself, he probably cares more about his job than his son. He cares about both of those things a lot, but that was part of him maybe not being a great dad was that he kind of put his job first. Um, okay. So now he goes and tries to find his son. <laughs> okay. So uh, you find your son standing beside his car looking out at um, this Tesla driving away. And it, uh he goes, "Hey, Bradley. Did you uh did you get my message?" Message? And I yeah, look, yeah. I look at my phone. Like, oh no, no, apparently I didn't. Uh oh, it's okay. Uh it's good. You're still here. Um Listen, uh Chastity Washington, have you met her? Doesn't uh doesn't sound familiar. Okay. Well, uh, her dad was uh, maybe killed in the woods, and it just—I uh, don't know. I—I just—I I don't think it's great for you to just like be alone right now. And um, can you maybe just like, I, I, if you got plans or something, I think maybe it'd be good if you canceled them and yet we just both went home. Okay. Um. All right. So. Dad, right now what you're doing is you are trying to get him to do what you want him to do. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a rapport roll. Okay, I have an average Would in you that. like to contest that, uh, Bradley? Sure, I can try to contest do that. Do it. Okay. What do I, what do um, I contest that with? Great Probably invoke? Will. Will, okay. Yeah, Will is going to be your contested. Well, I don't have anything in Will, so let's see uh, how this goes. All right. Ooh. So you both rolled a zero, Ben, for rapport. You got a plus one. Bradley, would you like to invoke one of your aspects? Oh, man. Let's see. Um, can I can I ask a make a mechanics thing? Uh, sure. I uh, yeah. I I thought of a stunt. 
that I had. Okay. I have called a, okay. I, I want to call it a flash your badge. Okay. Um, basically, I just want a stunt to be able to be, I kind of like, uh, like out loud, like use my clout as the police chief to like make people like compel people to do things like i wanted to like like get me through get me through obstacles and stuff like get me into places other people can't or like make me more convincing all right so um the skills for that i think would either be contacts or rapport which one would you like to do that for um probably rapport okay all right go ahead and put rapport for the skill then um and yeah so it looks like Bonus action, you'd want to be able to overcome? I think so. Uh, let's say also create an advantage. Okay, yeah. If you want. So uh, you want to have a plus two to that. I'm cool with that. So, um, yeah, you want to roll skill for that first. So for flasher badge, we're going to say um, once per session, uh, you can flash your badge in order to um, get people to take you more seriously or be able to influence them better. Yeah. All right. Once per session kind of thing. So, yeah, definitely. That's a that's a really good stunt. Awesome. So, okay, going back. Did you want to use that now? Yeah. Yes? Yes. Against uh, your son? <laughs> yes. Okay, you're going to have to convince me of this one. Tell me how you can use your flasher badge stunt in order to convince your son to um, do what you want him to do. Because I, I, I know that he doesn't respect me, like, as his dad, but I think he might respect me as the, like, police chief. And I'm trying, I'm kind of, okay. I'm like, Bradley, I'm not telling you this as your dad. And he kind of, like, looks serious. He goes, I'm, and he, I don't know if I literally flash my badge at him because <laughs> he's seen it, but he's like, I'm telling you this as police, Bradley. Oh, also, I'm not going to require you to use a fate point for this one since it's a once per session thing. Okay, that sounds good. I like that. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, uh, you rolled a zero. You got a plus one for rapport and you are going to use your authority against your son because he doesn't take you seriously. And you're like, OK, I tried to do this as your dad, but now I'm going to do it as the police chief. Yeah. You got to do what I say, Buster. So you get an additional plus two to that. So you have a plus three. Bradley, um, you said something about invoking an aspect. You still want to try and do that? Uh, no, I'd like to actually create a stunt. Okay, what kind of stunt would you like to I would to like to call it Eat My Shorts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, eat I don't my know shorts. what it's going to pertain, but I want it to be like when I'm dealing with Charlie, I want to get a plus five to whatever I'm opposing him with. That is not going to happen <laughs> even a little bit. <laughs> No, so I, actually, I was not going to fight him too hard on this to begin with. Okay, do you still want to go ahead and create no, this? No, I don't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, you weren't going to fight him too hard to begin with. All right, so um, Alex, you get plus zero to that, so you got a zero. Ben, you get a plus three to that, so uh, that's pretty good. Pretty good, you uh, get three shifts. So not only does your son decide, yeah, okay, uh, I'll go home. I'll, I'll, I wasn't even, ha I didn't even have any plans anyway. Um, oh but man, that's what I was he... gonna do. Can, can I, can I, like, can I do something real quick? Yeah, sure. A as ahead. he says this, I want to open my car door and be like, yeah, something to do in this junk town, anyways. And then I close the door and drive home. 
Estella, you left the school in kind of a sour mood. What do you do for the rest of the day? So I left in a sour mood because of all the gossip going around. So I was really trying to speed off so that I could, um, I think, go to the hospital at this point. Because Carlisle's probably still at work. Because I feel like I really need to talk to him about what I've been hearing today. So um, you go to the hospital. Uh, Carlisle has been busily saving the lives of all of the inhabitants of Forks. Just kidding. I mean, he is, but nothing really big's going on. But he does absolutely know this um, about the body as the head surgeon of the hospital. Carlisle, I just I wanted to let you know that I heard some very disturbing things today at the school. I think there might be an issue. Estella, I, uh, I've been really worried about that, too. Uh, I've been hearing some stuff. I'm sure you've been hearing a lot more than I have. How, are you, how did you do today, by the way? He's very legitimately concerned about you first, because uh, he loves you very much. I, I did okay. There, there were some hard spots during the day, but I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm more just, just worried about the issue of possibly an animal attack, and I don't really think that could have happened here. I'm glad that you've been doing okay today. Um, we're going to have to talk about this a lot more when I get home, but I want you to keep your ear out. I, I think we might be dealing with something else, and he gives you a very knowing look. Uh, Carlisle, just, just because I'm curious, what did you hear today, and, and who from? One of the little girls... Uh, that goes to your school. Her her father was murdered in the woods. And um, from what has leaked out, it was not a mauling. There were humanoid bite marks. Also, side note, Estella would have already known this, but I feel like for the listeners, it was good to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that Carlisle and Estella have a very close bond, even if Estella kind of resents him and a little bit. I feel like he loves her unconditionally and would tell her anything. But why don't you go ahead and, and go home now? Uh, I still have a bunch to um, to work out here, but I'll be home in a couple of hours and we can talk more then. What do you guys do for the rest of the evening? I'm going to go to my room and look at my baseball cards. Because because I had trouble filling in the last of my average skills, I put crafts on there. <laughs> uh, I just kind of feel like maybe he's a Ron Swanson like woodworking type. Charlie, while he is doing some woodworking out in his shed, hears a little bit of a rustling in the woods, and he is immediately on the defensive. He goes ahead and gets his flashlight out and um, walks a little bit to the, the edge of, of his property line. You guys live right at the edge of the, the forest. There's lots of woods all over the place in rural forks. Um, and you kind of shine the flashlight out, and after a few moments of um, standing there with your flashlight in one hand and your hand, the other hand on the um, the handle of your of your revolver, 
um, you hear a coyote howl and then uh, you hear it rustling, running off. You're still very suspicious at this point, but that is enough for you to relax a little bit and go inside. Later on, while Charlie is finishing up his woodworking and going inside, uh, there is another slight rustle in the woods. His ears perk up ever so slightly, but he decides that it is just an animal and that he does not need to worry about it and continues to go inside. The camera pans over to show the silhouette of a large man who is staring into the shed and watching Charlie go into the house. Twilight for 